Hello, everyone. Welcome back to No Choice, Love Yourself podcast. I'm Pragya and I often don't do this like, welcome back to the podcast. But you know, I was just like, today I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, I'm here with Leticia. Okay, I'm going to, again, I messed up your name. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a difficult one, guys. Leticia? Leticia? Leticia, okay. Mm-hmm. Leticia. Uh, I'm here with Leticia and Leticia is a 5 to splenic projector uh, with the channel of struggle and structuring and uh, you're a single split, right? Yes. Um, so first of all, I'm really happy to have you here because I don't know. I mean, I've been kind of, you've been in my field for for a while and I've always seen your name pop up in like Facebook groups. And lately, I just I just absolutely loved every single response that you had and like the guidance that you had to offer. And I was like, wow, I would really love to connect with her. And so, yeah, here we are. I'm really excited to have you and really excited to kind of hear about your journey and whatever else comes through. Oh. <laughs> thank you for inviting me i'm really happy to be here you've been in my on my radar for a while too and it's just been very fun to watch your journey you know like everything you're sharing and stuff and it's i've i've had so many questions and my body didn't allow me to share them so it just i'm really happy to be here and to be able to just interact like this that's really cool yeah we also shared the same variables right so there's just something to that and we were speaking about mm. that a little bit before we got started but I think let's start from the beginning the way that I usually start is how did you get into just tell us a little bit about like your human design journey when did you get started uh, a little bit about you know what you were doing when it came into your life and how it has kind of transformed your life and just where you're at right now Ooh. Uh, okay let me think uh, I was in the process. I I was just I just had bought a like some kind of course over a few months uh, with other uh, therapists and psychologists and coaches and stuff with another with another therapist and through that kind of pod of people i've met i've met these women i really liked the way she was working with um she was doing anti-racism stuff and in a way i find really interesting compared to whatever was in the in the world at the moment and we talked about like personally for a while and we were having some friction that I wouldn't understand you know like I was really appreciating her and I was feeling some resistance and didn't really understand what was happening and uh, my not self got triggered obviously and uh, at some point she asked Leticia do you know about human design because I'm pretty sure you're projector and afterwards I learned that she was a manifester so I'm guessing I was annoying the heck out of her with my questions <laughs> and my initiations, probably. And uh, and that's how it that's how it started. 
and, uh, and yeah, we, we couldn't continue the bond. Uh, she had the third line, so she, she needed to cut it like pretty, pretty roughly. I was a bit sad about that, but she, she made me that, that awesome gift. So that's, that was just amazing. And, uh, for two years, all I did was like the first week I got into it. I looked into my strategy and authority on the Jovian uh, website. And uh, there was this, oh shit moment. <laughs> and I didn't like it at all. <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I was really upset with the invitation part. And at the same time, uh, the, the second I read it, I had all those, that, that flow of uh, memories about all the things that were the greatest in my life that were from invitations. And, and so it was very disturbing for me because I've been looking for tools to narrow down what, what is us and what is not us for years. And it's not good what's out there. You know, like just, you have some stuff like the MBTI stuff and all, and I'm a psychologist. So there was also a very uh, scientific and solid testing. And it was like, no guys, uh-uh, <laughs> there's something wrong with that. It's just, it just feels like boxes and it doesn't feel very practical or useful. And so I, I kept looking and looking and uh, human design was this very, very weird thing for me because I, I had this very scientific background. Uh, I barely knew my astrological sign. So it, it was like, no, dude, I can't do that. It's just, <laughs> I, I was, I, I, I don't think I've talked about it with anyone for months. I was just, <laughs> okay, there's this thing, very weird. And it sounds so much like me and the splenic authority was, was, oh my God, so spot on. And so I said, Okay, I have to try. I, I have to try. I'm going to debunk the thing. In three months, I'm going to laugh about myself and about the ridiculousness of the thing. And, and that was it for me. And I started like this. And the more I would do it and look, just watch, not, not doing much. You know, like only, only wait when I'm most comfortable waiting. And all the things when it, when it felt too crazy or too weird and Obviously, I didn't have any choice anyway, but I, at the time it felt like I have a choice. So all that for a while, and the more I was doing it, the, the more it was obvious that it was just exactly what I needed. And I hated it for so long, and, but it was just working. And that went on for two years. So two years of only having my strategy and my authority and some blurb about my profile and that's it. And at the end of the yeah, middle end of the second year, someone sent an invitation uh, on Facebook, but a generalized one, you know, like not, not the very good quality ones. And it felt like an invitation and my, my mind was really happy about that. <laughs> and she was, uh, she was writing books for children to uh, nourish their uh, awareness and uh, connect them to their feelings and stuff like this. So it was very close to what I was working with. And, uh, and she was looking for an illustrator. And at the time, uh, my mind kept thinking about maybe 
all the things I was doing as an artist because I've been I've been just schooling myself with art uh, stuff like hundreds of hours of uh, art classes and stuff on on the internet on the side of my on my work and my mind kept looping around like well maybe I could try to do that for more than fun you know and and so I said yes and it was awful it was just absolutely awful and you know she she didn't know it of course but she was expecting a generator so i was all alone no feedback no direction i have an n5g so no direction is so good for me just i'm lost and i can do so many things and my mind is driving me crazy and uh and then she disappeared for a while and then she came back months later uh, to just keep it up and it, it part of me you know like my, my body was like I, I don't have any energy for that anymore, dude. And and my mind was driving me crazy. And I said yes. So I I released, you know, like the the, the 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 I said yes to the other invitation, sort of. And it was absolutely awful, and I was so bitter. And it was so different from all the things that I've actually waited for during the two years. So there's that's when I started to dig deeper and say, okay, I need more and I need to understand more. And so then I started to go into the groups and asking questions and, and read, read books that I, that was uh, like, uh, what's the guy name? Chidam Parking. <laughs> and it was very seductive. And at the same time, it was like, nah, uh-uh. No, that's, that's, that's bullshit, dude. I don't, I don't want to do that. And then I, I started to read some uh, Karen Curry Parker, and then I, I was I got mad. I got really, really mad. So I started to look around, and uh, I was given one of those magical drive, you know, like like treasure sheds of of resources, uh, of like actual resources, like raw stuff, and 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 it never stopped. <laughs> and then I was then I was trapped in it, and I said I was okay. I guess I'm into human design now. <laughs> You know, so that's the that's how it began and how it's like got really expanding and took over my life yeah usually happens like that you know mm -hmm. like when you first meet it you don't you know because you've met so many different kinds of systems in your life as a projector um and you know we've been through it like almost all of us mbti and all kinds of personality typing and psychology and so so many of these other systems out there right and so when design comes into our life we just think like oh, whatever just another way of looking at life at the world and before you know it, it 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 has completely transformed the way that you look at the world the way that you experience yourself the way that you experience other people and you know, even if you want to unsee it at certain points of time, it's just, you can't, because it's just so clear. It's just so, it just makes sense. And more than it making sense, I think it makes sense once you start going deeper and start studying and you start looking at how vast it is. You start looking at how, you know, all these different parts of it actually come together. And, you know, it makes sense individually, but all of it comes together and makes sense too. And then, you know, of course, then you can start to witness it in your life, right? You know, by noticing mm -hmm. as a projector, like retrospectively, what an invitation could do for you and how it could make you feel and versus initiating. And then of course, observing as a projector, 
everyone mm-hmm. around us, right? And so when we begin, it's like oh, another system. But before you know it, you're so deep in it. And it just kind of becomes the lens through which you look at life. I'm super curious, though. What did you think about, <laughs> about Ra? Because, you know, a lot of people, um, I mean, it honestly really depends on how close you are in in your fractal to, to him. And, you know, for some people, like for me, when he talks, it just clicks in a really deep way. And of course, I'm also 51, 57. So I really enjoy the shock. Uh, I'm motivated by guilt. I really enjoy the heretical uh, mind. I I really, I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of individual circuitry. So I just really, really resonate with the way that he talks and shares the information. And it has never been difficult for me to to digest his material. In fact, once I started digesting um, material from Ra, it was very difficult for me to look at other human design material out there and really take that in because you could just really sense into how watered down it is and how, um, you know, like the keynotes really do something for me. They really, really hit a very deep note and they actually trans- they actually mutate, you know, they actually transmit mm-hmm. something within you. And so I'm just really curious about how did you receive Ra at first? <laughs> uh, there was a bit of who do you think he is? <laughs> because, because you know like that ego. You you can you can sense it everything is telling and so it's like, dude, oh so you think you're the shit, right? <laughs> and and but at the same time, it's you know uh, I'm very individual, and so um, I hear things in the way people are talking, and I don't believe I've heard someone talk about truth that way before him. Like there, there was people that are that were kind of like this in the, the the quality of their voice and what they are the, what they were talking about, but it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same, and it was always. Um, I'm found, uh, I'm not very logical like you, like you, know? and and so a, a lot of the mental stuff. And I'm also from the quarter of civilization, so the mental plane and I we're not always very good friends. And so when people are very mental about things, there's, you know, my, my, my head is hurting and I don't like it. And it's like, ah, dude, no, no, you're annoying me with that. And he was the opposite of that. You know, like it was so weird, but at the same time, I could hear exactly what he wanted me to hear. It felt like, and it was so easy. And I started with with written stuff because that's that was the only thing I could find and the only thing I could uh, consume for a while. But when I started to listen to him, there was it was like like taking it to another level. And and like you said, you know, like all the shock. I'm really liking it, you know, because it's it's shock, but for the best. It's really mutative, you know, very delicious for me. And people are not very mutative in general, you know, like the, 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 the way it's, it's seducing, it's, it's uh, nice stories you can hear, but that's not what he was doing. You know, like he has that voice, that very, uh, very seductive voice for sure. It's just, that's not the same. Like, uh, uh, 
oh, the dude with the jinkies, you know, like when I hearing, it's like I'm I'm at a campfire and listening to a nice a nice story, and it's very and it's very lovely. But I can't I can't listen to it. I I'm, I'm losing me very easily. Ra never loses me. I don't know if it's the 43, 23 in his notes and the fifth line and the individuality and stuff like this, but he never loses me. But that's that's something I've been amazed for years now. And like you, it just the moment I started to read and listen to Ra, it's it's almost impossible for me to hear someone else talking about it, except for you know like uh, comments uh, or a post or you know a sharing like this. But all the teachers, uh, it's I'm trying regularly. You know, I just, I just I have to find someone. You know, like there's a thing like uh, someone told me that. Uh, yeah, Ra is really cool to hear, but he didn't talk to you at the time. So what you're listening to is not for you. I'm not sure about that. For I, I'm absolutely not sure about that. But okay, fine. But the thing is, just I'm trying to listen to others, and it's it's just not the same. It, it doesn't do it, and it's it's very. It can be very nice and very interesting, and I like like nuggets. But the way that dude is taking me into what he was doing is just, I, I never ever encounter something like this. And he's, and you know, uh, he's variable as the opposite of ours. So it, it, it should be harder, you know, and it's not. And I find that so, so cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I also hear from him is like, I mean, there is that seductiveness of the fifth line, right? I mean, I can see that. I can see the projection field really work for him in a really, really big way. I mean, you can see how much, how many people human design has really reached now, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it wouldn't really work without that. But I, what I also see is the 11 first lines that, that are really solid in, in, am I getting it right? I think he said 11 first lines. I don't know where my receptivity like pulled that out from, but I think somebody mentioned his 11 uh, first lines and I can really hear that, you know, because, mm -hmm. um, and of course he does have a third line mind. So I've noticed some kind of like mistakes that he's made here and there, but when you really listen to all of the material and over a period of time, like you can just tell he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And of course you as a pure individual, I mean, you're deeply, deeply acoustic, right? You're, you have two of the deaf gates and um, you know, you're not going to be able to naturally by design be able to listen to everyone. You're going to listen to who really resonates with you. And then you just know within your system, right? And I'm so, I'm so picky, Pragya. I have 11 second lines. You know, it's, it's not just my body, it's 11 second lines. So I, I don't have a choice. And like you said, I'm not going to be influenced by many people. And that's what I'm amazed by. Like he really entered there. Like I, 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 he feels like a friend, you know? Yeah. I saw that too in your chart that you have 11 second lines. And I was like, wait a minute. Like we have to talk about this because <laughs> I mean, I am a two four, but I only have like three second lines. And um, although I do really resonate with that especially because it's on my personality side right and so I really see myself as this hermit who's just 
wanting to be left alone and be busy doing my own thing that makes no sense to anyone else but somehow it's a deeply mystical joyful just spiritual experience that I have living my day-to-day -day life that makes sense to me but makes no sense to anyone else right and so I was really wondering about and also in combination with with your fifth line right both of these have projection fields both of these are lines of projection and the way that they work together is also something quite unique because for for a five one say for example you know the way that a five one meets the projection field is through their through their um introspection right through their research right through their solid foundation but the way that a five two meets the projection field is i mean it's Ra said this that five twos can be really blind to their own gifts and also have this huge theme of being a democrat show up right where it's like just leave me alone you know I don't want, even want to make the projection for you I want nothing to do with any of you I'm just alone in my hermit cave or my hermit valley and I don't want to engage in the projection field at all and so in a sense it's said that a five two is is it, the only way that a 5-2 is going to come out and share their natural talents and their mysticism is when they are self-motivated, when they call themselves out. And so I was just kind of wondering if if you have anything to say about how this dynamic has showed up in your life and how do you see it play out in your life? Um, and then also, what does it feel like to have so many second lines? It's very weird. I'm absolutely unable to look at myself. You know, I, I feel unable to look at myself. I, I've been wondering who I am for my whole life, and it, yeah, it's like I can I can try to watch. I can I can look for it. It's just this there's nothing it's i can make i can be made very uncomfortable by compliments and stuff like this praise because i never know you know i say are you sure are you are you sure that's what you see and i also know that because of the projection field sometimes it's not there what they what people see and and so that's that's even more uncomfortable because it feels like yeah i i I looked into the imposter syndrome quite a, quite quite a lot because of that. <laughs> because of, of course I I looked into it. You know, like just I I just cannot know. And the the self motivation part has been very interesting because it's kind of mystical. You know, like uh, it's it's like with psychology. I never knew what I wanted to do as a child or uh, even as a as a young teen. And uh, people ask you about it, and obviously, with the way I've, uh, with the my nature, with the fact that I have an undefined G, and 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 with all the, our rightness and stuff like this, that was kind of um, dread. I was dreading those questions a lot because I was really having no idea. And sometimes I would think something, and then I would look around me, like, 
At some point, I, want, I wondered if I could be a teacher, which is not very surprising with my cross of explana um, explanation. That's, that's the name, right? <laughs> I'm not sure. And, uh, and I looked at the teachers around me and I said, oh, oh shit, I'm not doing that. I just, that's awful. That's, that's just a nightmare to just deal with all those people and all that disrespect and nobody wants to listen to you and I don't want to do that, you know? And uh, the way I've approached work was like this for my whole life until I walked into my living room and my mom at the time had a book on the table and it was um, Emotional Intelligence from Daniel Goleman. I don't know if you read that, but it's, it's you know, a scientific approach of uh, emotional intelligence. And, and it was kind of a big deal because for the first time someone said, well, there's an emotional intelligence and a social one, and those are important part of being humans. It's not just about being rationally intelligent and, uh, you know, like all the savant monkey stuff, you know, like I just, I'm very smart and stuff. And um, I took the book and I, I believe I, I read it in maybe two days, three days. I couldn't, I couldn't not read it exactly the way human design worked. And at the time it was like, Oh my goodness there's a there's a job i can just do by being myself and being paid for that all the things that i'm interested in all the you know like all the getting into what people are really about you know like not the all the superficial stuff that's not very interesting for me and i i dread uh small talk like <laughs> this so so much that always have been and but that call it was just evident from that point and i was 13 and the only piece of direction in my life i was sure about was like i want to study psychology and i was a really good student so all my teachers were saying well you could do better you could have a you could you could have a better job you know like earning more uh and, and my, my dad wanted me to do notary stuff it's awful to admin stuff dude no <laughs> and because it was a lot of money at the time and the only piece of direction i was sure in my life was that is that no i don't want anything else i tried you they told me all that i needed to try some new things and maybe i would i would find myself attracted to anything else and no i didn't ever and it, because there, there there's so few things in life that are actually calling me and when they are it's like having like this invisible cord connected to the, to it and once i bump into it it's it's finished <laughs> all i can do is following the stuff and it was kind of awful because uh, a lot of my uh, university years was um there was teach they were teaching psychoanalysis and it's, that's not interesting it's just it's it, there's a lot of uh, mentalization and you know it's a lot of going in circle it's not practical at all uh it's I, I didn't have uh, the space to ask questions and to challenge what was in front of me the way the way I did with religion. I was hated because of that. You know, like I spent um, twenty years in private schools, and and I was the, the teachers were dreading to have me because I kept I kept asking questions and about the way like God wanted us to do because he did it wanted us to be because it didn't make sense. You know and. It was the same with psychology. <laughs> when I was raising my hand, I could see the teachers going, "Oh no!" <laughs> and, and I had I had to switch school because of that. You know, like I had to find 
uh, another school that was more scientific and stuff because that was the only thing I could actually listen to. So the the, the self-motivating part is very easy because when I'm not self-motivating, self-motivated, nothing happens. You know, it's, it's uh, I have a motor, but um, even then, you know, like it's just it's very very hard for me to force myself to do anything because I hate myself so much for it. You know, like the my channel of struggle, and it's just I hate life. I hate life and everything when I, when I'm trying to force anything on myself. So so that part that part is an interesting one because it was the same for art. You know, like, uh, but art was from an invitation. Like, uh, I had a friend, and she was working in school, and someone lost this tiny palette of uh, watercolor, and uh, she knew I was trying out different creative outlets and having fun. But uh, and one time she came, she came home and said, "You know what? I saw that, and I think you should try that." She's a, she's a G, she's a G, and she has the one um, eight. You know, like, so she's she's given me direct direction over the years. It's been it's been quite wonderful to have her, and and yeah, and it was the same. She gave that to me. I started to look into some videos. I don't uh, lettering, yeah, watercolor lettering. I started with that, and suddenly I was six months into dozens and dozens and dozens of hours of trying out new things and being completely obsessed with it. And and my life is only like this, you know. Is this, that's the only thing that matters because everything else I find boring as fuck. And it's just and you can't. I'm so picky, you know. And about everything, but especially about the things I'm doing and I'm interested by, by because my my focus is just not grabbed at all. And so I'm seeing it like like this, and it really has that mystical quality of like of like. It feels almost too easy, you know, like just like that's weird. It does. It shouldn't be so easy and so non-interfering. And I look around me and I see all the people that are struggling much more with things, and I'm struggling with a lot of things. I'm losing my keys every day. I'm losing my glasses every day. <laughs> just all every time I'm every time I want to do something, it's going to be the hardest road I can find. You know, like I wanted to do psychology, but I ended up doing psychology in one of the two schools in France that were actually teaching scientific psychology because it was just like not working otherwise. And art is the same. You know, like I when I see something, I say, oh, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to learn. You can be sure I'm going to try to dig. And I'm going to learn that actually I have to learn like four kinds of different things that are going to be together at some point if I'm actually doing that. And I never know if I'm actually doing that. Of course, with our undefined cheese, we have all those surprises, but everything is like this. And all my all my partnership, <laughs> it's like having seven relations relationships in one, you know, like uh, over the over the years. It's been so hard. Is 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 a triple split. He's a manifester. He's emotional. Uh, he has like eight centers defined. We don't define the sacral together. So it's like, okay, so it's everything about compromise. Only one electromagnetic, and at the same time, it's him. Right? I don't have a choice. I have to be with him because it's him for now. Maybe not forever, but for now, for now, it's been that, and it's been for. 
I never know. I'm bad with number that way. Uh, like 13 years, 12 years, something like this. <laughs> and like everything is a struggle like this, but it's a struggle I'm flowing into. You know, it's just, and it's, oh, this struggle, this one is worthy. And, and this one is the only one I want to do. And all the people are coming and interfering and say, hey, you could be like this and you could do that and you could do that. And say, uh-uh, <laughs> doesn't work. This is, I'd like to try your way, but I just can't. And so I guess that's, that's the way it's all that articulation about the five, fifth line and second line has been working for me right now. And of course, if it's not, something practical, something I can, you know, and especially if it's not something about the form, you know, I'm, I'm the, from the quarter of civilization, so it has to be about the form, like, what's your quarter? Initiation. <laughs> I wonder about that, and when you, when you talked about, you know, how the way you were understanding more and more about the system, and you were kind of pulled in more and more, for me, it wasn't like this. For me, it was it was all in my body, you know, in the form. Like the way I was feeling about it made it impossible to not do that because my 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 body is responding so much to it from the very beginning that I just don't have a choice about that. And so if you take me to places where I'm making stuff or where I'm connecting to my body in that way, it just I'm on rails and the the not choice the not choice part is has been a very easy one for me not 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 a pleasant one but, <laughs> but a very obvious one and and yeah Ooh, you're taking out a lot of things for me <laughs> i'm impressed yeah yeah i love it i love so much of what you said and you know i really love the point that you brought up it's like the way that it worked for you was through the form and I can really witness for myself in my journey that it's really through the mind. Like one, I'm a mental projector. I also have 51 sun, which is in like, of course, in the quarter of initiation. And so, you know, my human design, it's so funny because like it's talking about the mind and it's talking about how the mind is not the authority. And yet at the same time, my journey has been understanding everything understanding the mechanics mentally and then being able to see them you know mm -hmm. really play out because my 1762 is really visual and then having my voice kind of articulate all of that and just hearing myself you know talk about it has has been like that's been part of my process you know and probably why I, I do this podcast too or probably why I I share in the different ways that I share because it's through that that I'm really witnessing the truth of the Maya and the truth of things the truth of myself the true truth of existence around me and so it's funny to say like it is about the journey is about the form and the form is right you know when when it's the right time like you said the form form is there it listens the form already resonates to everything right but my journey really has been to also bring the mind to educate the personality to such an extent that it has no choice but to mm. follow the form you know and mm -hmm. I feel like that's a very very different approach than than probably your journey and again none of this is by choice it's just it's by design right mm. and so that was something really interesting that you brought up and I also 
wanted to talk a little bit about like you mentioned about being super selective you know of course on top of all of your second lines you're also an individual and I mean so your journey just makes so much sense that like as you're moving through through life it's only the real calls that really feel like a calling that kind of get you moving in a certain direction right and I mean I can really resonate with that I mean I don't think that I have truly known what it means to be called before human design. Mm. I have had like little, like, you know, when I was younger, I used to feel really called to dance. And um, I used to feel really called to certain friendships and certain people. But those kind of felt like these mini callings. But mm. when human design really came into my life and, you know, it was, it was so different. The way that I felt in my system, it was completely undeniable, you know, and it was, it, it felt like it touched a very deep, natural part of me, you know, a part of me that I cannot explain to others, a part of me that I don't have words for, a part of me that doesn't exist up here, you know, it's deeply mystical, it's deeply like within myself and it, I don't know when it came into my life, I felt like for the first time I was recognized without even mm. knowing any of that, right? Now I can reflect back on it and really see like, wow, I, I felt this, this, this feeling of, yeah, I'm ready to go out there and I'm actually ready to, to study more. Because before that in my life, and not that, you know, second lines are really here to study, they're naturally gifted, they're naturally talented. But when the call does come, there is this like natural pull to invest time and energy into it. And, you know, mm. that's what studying is for a second line, just investing time and energy, just giving it space in your life, like putting up the barrier on everything else and letting that one thing, that one call just immerse you, you know, mm. that's what it, that's what it really feels like. And, you know, if anyone gets in the way of that, that's it, you're out. You're out of my, you're out of my barrier, and it's it's so um, true when you talk about how all of these different people are trying to like get you to look at a certain situation in a certain way or approach certain things certain way, and you know it's not just about being a second line, but you're also an individual. You know you're you're here to struggle for you for your purpose. You're here, and I have a, I have a personal view too. And just exactly. <laughs> make even more <laughs> you know so it, it really it really I can I can so relate to so many of the things that you're saying and now that you have brought up personal view because I'm also really really curious about that and actually about the distraction because I do have a few people in my life that are also motivated by innocence and then have personal view um, and you know with with our variable, um, I've noticed that because our, our view is the only thing that is focused about us, right? What we look at is narrow in that sense, whatever it is for you, it's personal. For me, it's wanting view, right? When I do get distracted, it's hell for me, you know, because it just feels, it feels so small it just I feel like I have no perspective you know I 
get distracted by survival. And when I'm looking at survival, nothing is more like harmful for me because I can just feel so caved in and so helpless. And as someone motivated by guilt, that's a very difficult experience for me to have. Mm -hmm. So I'm just really wondering how you experience maybe a little bit about what it is like to look through your personal lens and what was it like discovering that? And then how do you kind of experience your distraction or maybe even transference? Hmm. It's a hard one because he, he didn't teach as much about the personal view as he did with the other view, I feel. And uh, so I, I'm, I'm never really sure, you know, about what I'm, and my tone is uncertainty. So there's always this, eh, I don't know, uh, how much do I don't know and stuff like this. This is very, can be very confusing for me. Um, but I can see the aloofness of the sixth color, you know, like this, this kind of, it's kind of like my innocence. There's, I don't have, I don't have six lines. I only have six colors. So in my innocence and my personal view, and there's there's a quality of aloofness in that that I can sense. You know, like it's just like I'm not really into the world, I, and and it's very hard for me to to get uh, thrown in into it. You know, it's it's whirly. It's very. It can be very unpleasant, and. Um, so it's, there's a lot of, like we said, so personal view is a lot of, a lot about uh, my nature and nothing else. And so I can sense the selectivity, the individuality, the hermitness, all that, you know, like, and I can sense that I'm really not, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I have a bedroom right now and that, that's, I feel so privileged about that because it's the first time. And, uh, and we've been looking into two bedrooms apartment just for that because we realized how much it was wonderful for us. It's cave environment. So obviously <laughs> just, he needs to be alone. And with all my second lines, so all those millions of, of hermitess, I needed to. And it's been, it's been very weird because we have people in the house we have people in the house. I don't interact with them. I don't live with them. So I'm really like I'm on my own a lot of the time, most of the time. And it's been changing a lot of things for me because I can sense how much I'm not grabbed in that very sticky way uh, by things. And when power grabs me, it's about I'm looking at the leaders and the followers. So who is leading, who is following? And I don't like what I see usually, you know, like I'm pissed at the leaders and I'm pissed at the followers because I believe the followers are not following the right leaders and the leaders are not doing their job properly. So when I, when I'm, when I'm, when my thoughts are about that, ah, <laughs> just not so, not so good for me. And, th and that's when I'm losing the aloofness, you know, like most of the time, uh, when I'm speaking about the world, when I'm speaking about things that are happening around me, um, I'm surprising a lot of people with my reactions because I don't care. It's just like I'm going to see a tiny detail that, I, that this guy is going to grab my attention and that's what I'm focusing on. And I don't care if the people are wanting to talk about something else. It's just it's I'm not called by it. So it's just it, and 
it's been very disturbing for people to watch me become more and more like this uh, because that means that sometimes i'm just i'm just yeah you lose my attention about something and what came out what comes out of my mind of my mouth is very different from what they are talking about so people can get upset about that so that's something i noticed uh yeah the leader things and the followers things it's so annoying i really don't like it it's it's i experience it as i was i was talking about something like this with a friend the other day because she has the same uh, valuable ra had and uh so the only rightness in her is a view and she was talking about the fact that for her the um, the transference is like a very uh angry and tense view focus on the world and something very different from her focus her leftness that is usually hers and for me it's it's kind of the opposite of that you know like it's like i'm drowning and at the same time i can't see you know like, so i'm drowning and i have some kind of dark helmet around my around me and 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 all i see is 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 very sticky and i get sucked into it and then i can see all oh, my not self because obviously when i see the leaders doing a bad job and the followers not knowing what what to do i'm 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 transferring to desire to change that about them so to give them a direction that i don't have and i and that i shouldn't even try and and that i don't really care you know it's, it's, and so th that's that's a lot how how this is uh yeah how i experienced that and so and also i yeah i discussed it with a friend who studied it uh quite some quite a while and and she's she talked to me about looking for the leaders either looking for the leaders or looking to be one and, and and ways to be one and strategize about that. So losing my rightness in that way. And and of course my innocence. And that's something I'm 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 I can struggle with a lot too. You know, I, I can see it. I can see that I'm either looking for leaders and so I have this way of talking to people as if as if I'm dumb. You know, like as if everything they're saying must be true because of the way they're saying. And, and then when I'm getting out of that trance, I, I look at the way I, I reacted to the things. Dude, no, it's just, you sense that. You sense that some pieces didn't feel right for you and, and others would just, yeah, had that no in my body that I could, that I can sense that is so strong, but, because I'm in that place, I'm starting to convince myself that what I'm seeing and what I'm sensing must be wrong in some way. It must be not self. And so I'm starting to investigate that way. And it's so shitty. It's, it's just, it's my worst bones make me feel like this all the time. And the worst, the worst places to be make me feel like this all the time too. That can happen a lot, like during, uh, in group stuff, you know, and, 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 and I'm not clear about what's happening in group stuff because I heard once that we don't have our cognition at all in group stuff. And I'm not sure about that, but it's just, 
but those are places where I can feel that, you know, I can feel that drive. And then my open ego is tortured about what I have to, how I have to prove myself and what I have to prove. And my, 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 my undefined head is stuck on things that don't matter at all. And then I have to find direction. And then I don't know when enough is enough. And then I avoid in confrontation to the truth and to others. And you know, I can see all the dance coming in, all the partners. And uh, yeah, I guess, that's what I noticed. And when I when when it's more my thing, is <laughs> I'm so weird. I just I'm just so weird. I can see it in the reaction of the people, you know, like it's just they tell they talk to me and I say, Yeah, I don't know which world you're living in, but that's not mine. I'm not very interesting. I'm sorry. I'm I'm try I would try, but not 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 anymore. <laughs> but at some point I would have tried and it's just not working. And I and and I'm like this aloof person that is very uninvolved, and uh, and I will look at uh, people taking life very very seriously, and I just laugh. I laugh a lot, and it can be very upsetting for people because I think I'm mocking them, and I maybe in some way I'm doing I'm doing that, you know. But it's just like, why 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 is that so important right now? Why are you expending so much energy into that? Can't you see? It's, it's nothing. It doesn't matter. It was just past. And you know, don't bother me. I don't want to be in that. And please don't ask my don't ask my opinion about that because I really don't want to give it. And I don't have it. I don't really have. Yeah, I don't have an opinion. I don't have opinions anymore. You know, I'm not like you. I'm not made for that. So so the more my experiment is going, the more it's like. I don't know, I can see a bit of theirs, I can see a, a bit of yours. I don't really care. I don't really care about who's wrong, who's right. All that, all that kind of stuff disappear when I'm seemingly into my personal view. And it's very important when I'm in my transferred power view and, uh, and I'm judging all the leaders and the followers. Then I'm, then I'm very certain about things. And then I, then I have very strong opinions about things. And, <laughs> So yeah, that's how I would describe it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes a lot of cool. sense. And yeah, it's really fascinating, you know, to watch yourself, like as you kind of progress in your experiment to go even deeper and to be really able to witness your mind, because I I think it's it's such an important part part of the process, right? Of course, you know, we get started with our strategy and authority and we get started with looking at um, the center mechanics and kind of how that's operating, but it does. And I don't know, especially for a projector, I guess it just, it gets deeper at a certain point and then you really have to look at, okay, wow, you know, like how is my mind showing up? Am I actually kind of in my correct, am I looking at the right things? And I mean, for me, when I'm looking at what I'm here to look at and I'm I'm in my correct frequency, I'm just not I'm I'm just looking at everyone else and what they want and kind of what they need, but they don't even know that they need, you know? Mm. I'm I'm always just kind of it's even though it's focused in a sense, like, you know, I'm not looking at, you know a large variety of things it doesn't feel super vast like the rest of me feels like when I'm listening to other people and when I'm taking things in it feels like I can be very layered but when I'm like really really looking out and I'm actually like observing things it does feel like there is a sense of focus and 
I mean, right now to me, it feels like human design is that like I was in involved in so many different kinds of systems and doing so many different kinds of things. And looking back, I could say, yeah, that was those were also systems kind of looking at things from the perspective of need or want. But, you know, now it's just become so much narrower. And now it's just become like looking at what people actually need beyond survival, like looking at self-actualization. And if human design isn't looking at self-actualization, I don't know <laughs> what else is, right? But when I do get distracted, it's just like me, myself, and I, right? It's going from the upper trigram to the lower tri trigram. And it's just like, yeah, everything about my survival is uncertain. And I can just be so blind, like exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. There's this feeling of overwhelm, but also simultaneous blindness, right? Mm -hmm. Feeling like no matter what you would conceptualize, no matter what idea you would come up in your head, like it's just, it's just not going to be helpful in any way, or that it puts you down deeper into that hole. Like it just keeps for me, myself. I mean, I really struggle with survival view, partly maybe because, you know, I am a mental projector, I don't have motors, right? You know, I really struggle to integrate into this energy world. And, you know, um, 21 is like a big mental conditioner for me. So like a lot of themes in my chart revolve around like material independence and control. And, you know, mm. my not self is very focused on that. Like my not mm. self is very driven by that. And so it's been, it's been really interesting for me to be able to witness those, those moments. And they happen often. Like I'm, I'm three years into my experiment and I think I was telling you a little bit about it before we started was right now is the toughest time for me in my journey than I've ever experienced before. Maybe it's partly to do with I've just had my Saturn return. And also right now, it feels like those that significant time where my mind is really, really losing authority. You know, mm -hmm. my mind is really because it's been a long time. Like at first, when I got into design, my mind was so excited by everything that it was learning, right? And it just thought that it was going to be another concept that it's going to get to ruminate on. Like I do have a really, really, you know, I'm a mental projector. I just am on the, you know, cross of like uh, on the quarter of initiation. So I'm just very mentally driven, right? But I started living this. I started experimenting. I started actually living my strategy and authority. And, you know, right now my mind is at that place where it's like, holy shit, this is for real. Like, mm. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> bring the big guns out, you know, like, I gotta make you feel really miserable. I gotta make you feel like you're just gonna die. You're not gonna be able to survive and that you have no agency and there's nothing out there that can really be helpful unless you just initiate the shit out of everything and you make it happen. You take control, you you know, you, you do all of these things. Like, look at this degree that you have. Look at this, like I have over a period of time, like so many things that I could use, you know, to succeed in the world in the not self world but i don't want that success i don't mm -hmm. that's not even success now that i know what real success is you know i just there's there's nothing my body is not moving towards anything and 
it's just interesting to be in this stage in in your deep and so in your deconditioning journey and so i'm wondering you're five years into your experiment um when was it the hardest for you because i know it's diff kind of different for different people Mm. There is a really low point uh, after after the second year. Yeah, when uh, when there was uh, yeah, I was stuck in that invitation and that that was awful that I'd accepted and I I shouldn't have and when I, or when I should I don't know if I should or shouldn't but when I had the opportunity to to just say no if I had confronted her and if I had confronted the truth about the fact that I didn't want to do it anymore and didn't wasn't like grabbed by uh, my open ego that said you said yes you said yes to that thing so now you had to get it through and you started and you you already took took so much time and energy and stuff like this and that, that was a really low point because it was the beginning of really getting into how much in not self I was, you know, it's, it's, it wasn't just the lovely part of just, oh, waiting is so comfortable and relaxing sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah, it can be awful, it can be very scary and very, you know, agonizing, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to survive? How am I going to earn money and stuff like this? And and the power of you is very materially focused. So that's that's big thing in my in my journey too. And in in everyone's right mind, I would say, you know, like just it's it feels wrong to just have that uh, non-focus on 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 material survival. You know, you've been hearing about it. From from the day you were born, that it's very important to make sure you have a good job and you and to make sure you can you can just yeah feed yourself and and take care of the people around you and stuff like this. And so that was a very low point, like starting to really get into the the knowledge and discovering how much in not self I was. Because until that point, I didn't even looked into the not self strategies of the centers. So so that that was a big big part of it and then uh and then there was a point of um yeah three and a half three and a half years and that there was like this holy shit i cannot initiate anymore you know, it's, it's just it, it, before that it felt like I, I, I had an out <laughs> and and the, the three and a half, it was like, no, I'm stuck. I'm trapped into that thing and it's too late. <laughs> and I was so mad, so mad at myself and so mad at Ra. And then there was another, yeah, another big, big one. And it was just after a few months starting to experiment with my uh, with my PHS too. And that changed a lot. So, and the same, you know, like in, I have a friend who said, uh, Ra, Ra talked about the PHS excavating the not self. And I can see that very easily. You know, like the more I'm eating per my PHS, the more I can see myself being in not self. And it's awful because it's all the time. You know, it's just like most people talk about it, like, uh, like, oh, 
I looked at it and I, I could I could avoid being in that self. <laughs> just said, no, <laughs> that's the lovely part of it. That's that's really pleasant. And I like those parts. And I, I feel very proud of myself in those parts. You know, you feel in control and you, you feel like you got it. <laughs> and then you have all the time when you have to look at the things that is that is going on in your mind or coming out of your mouth or that you're doing and you say, no, don't do that. You know that you shouldn't do that and you cannot not do it. All you can is watching it. And the helplessness I felt at that point, I, I don't believe I've ever felt that helpless before. And that, that was a big one. And since then, thankfully, it's getting easier. <laughs> it's, it's not pleasant, you know, but it's easier to be in the unpleasantness than to sit and to, and to just not not be too yeah too in not self about it you know like just watching the not self more than i am in not self and and being able to watch myself being in not self more easily which is very unpleasant because i don't like it and you know it makes me feel yeah it makes me feel powerless so obviously i don't like that and i don't i don't believe many people would like that but it has that relaxation you know like that I don't have to run anymore. I don't have to purchase to pursue things anymore. And that I can sense that my right mind is helping me in that way. You know, like I watch the left minds around me. They don't have that relief from just letting go of the mind. They have more focus and more and you know, more fear and stuff. We we have that privilege of like, ah. Oh, <laughs> just oh, I can relax and the body too you know, same same way you know like the oh, I can I don't have to move and that's okay and so so that's that's a really cool part but yeah the the, the two really really hard patch patches were were second year and third and a half yeah. and those were very hard and then there, there was a lot of melancholy on my part and I have depression gates too so it's just mm. <laughs> oh i got i got in a very yeah the difficult position it really sucked and and my my partner is you know watching because it's really cool to watch myself like this but i can really sense how much it comes from watching the others and you know grabbing a little piece i i usually i usually talk about leftness as being like a little scalpel like you 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 cut a tiny pieces very very um precisely you know like you took a can and uh, and the rightness feels like an ocean so you you took everything and you don't know what you're taking and watching people around me and taking with my little scalpel all those all those little tiny pieces and say oh it's like this for you and are you the same as I am or are you different? And that's the only times when I'm getting into my charts and, and comparing stuff, because otherwise it's just my chart is not very interesting to me. Like I really understand that that you know, like the the projector won't look at his chart. Yeah, I don't I understand that. I don't I don't care unless I'm asked something or there's something I don't understand or something I'm noticing and I say, huh. How do I live that compared to what you are living it? And that that's when it gets interesting. And it's just all those pieces that are coming back to us is they have so much like richness. You know, it's just like I don't have to do anything. 
all I have to do is look around me and see what's grabbing my focus and just do that for a while and then letting go of it and just being in the passivity like I don't know you but I can I spend so much time in my bed and doing nothing and just or watching tv shows and it's just being grabbed in ways I don't even understand. And why, why am I watching this show right now? It's not very interesting. It's very mental. It's very leftness. It's very, you know, like very seven-centered. And so it's all about the power. And so, and so why am I doing that? And I just said, I said, I don't know, just you do it. That's it. And sometimes suddenly I'm finding myself painting and I don't know why either, but that's what I'm doing. And so it's been, yeah, it's weird. Being human is weird. Being in this joy experiment is even weirder, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> For sure. I mean, <clears throat> so many things you said there that I really, really love. Um, it is weird being human and it is weird to watch kind of what you're open to. And it makes no sense to the mind sometimes. Like I, you know, I'm super passive as well. Um, I'm in my bed doing a whole lot of nothing <laughs> every day <clears throat> and um, watching strange things as well. And, you know, it doesn't make sense to me why I watch those things, but I'm just learning. You know, that's kind of what I what I get out of it is like there's so like such intense uh, desire to recognize patterns within me. Mm. That I just am interested in what I'm interested in and I know that there's something in it for me I'm I'm learning something I may not be able to put two and two together right now but I know that somehow it all adds up right mm -hmm. especially with the way that my circuitry works it's really strange it's like it's it's really a in a sense a building process and a refinement process right and there's so many things that I pick up you know because there's nothing original up in my ajna you know there's nothing original about logic. It just makes sense of what is, right? And so I'm not coming up with anything new. I'm just looking at what exists and kind of putting things together and trying to make sense of them and keep refining my pattern, you know? And it's just a really fun game. I think all projectors play this. Like, I love watching reality TV because I just get to watch real people and I get to watch the evolution of their story and the development of their character and kind of look at, okay, what were they like in the beginning? How did they change around this person? And what was their dynamic with this person? It's just, it's going to look crazy to other people, but projectors are really, really like curious about other people and why they are the way they are and what moves them you know, and what stops them in their track. So yeah, I I fully, fully agree with you on just watching whatever. And, you know, again, you have so many second lines. I'm a two, four, whatever feels natural, like whatever feels easy, whatever feels relaxing, whatever feels like when I'm taking this in, it just feels like my body is receptive to it. Don't know why. It doesn't have to make sense why. It just feels like I'm able to receive this and I'm able to like observe it, right? And be relaxed about being able to observe. So yeah, that's really, I I completely agree. <laughs> um, do, you, do you get, do you get to see the building up? 
you know, you were talking about how logic is a lot of building up. Do you do you get to see it? Because with my right mind, I don't have access to anything. And the pulse of knowing, you know, I just, I don't know. And at some point something comes comes out and say, oh, okay, okay. Is is it is it similar for for, for someone logic like you or is it different? You know, it's, it's interesting because with my receptivity too, it's not like, it's always like, super at the front of my mind uh, but my opinions are conscious right my 17 is um, conscious and so I do witness this process of I understand this about this and then at some point of time I witness something has been added to that right mm -hmm. to that understanding but actually what comes through and the way that it comes through I just have no idea, you know, so yeah. it's like, it's almost like witnessing that there is this mental process that is happening, this an understanding that's developing. Do I have access to all the details? No. no. Do I actually have access to how I'm going to articulate it? No, that's just completely in the moment. That just depends on mm -hmm. who I'm with and kind of what, what they pull out of me. Right. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to notice that it's it, it's mm -hmm. interesting because I am aware of a certain mental conceptualization organization. It's like there are many tabs in my mind and I can see like little additions happening to all the hundred different tabs I have open in my mind. But the final conceptualization, the what the final product is just something that I have no like idea of. Like when it comes mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I recognize that. I recognize some pieces. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another thing that you said <clears throat> that was really interesting to me was about having this transition happen from being the not self mind and then being able to watch it. And you know, I really resonated with that because right now, on a lot of days, for me, it does feel like my not-self mind is bigger than the one that watches it. You know, mm. there is this heaviness to, to my mind and, you know, maybe... This is just part of the process. And I, I really want to say this too. I think people think that design is some easy endeavor. I mean, like you had very correctly pointed out, at first it's fun. Then you really start to see what's happening and everything is not, everyone is not self. The way people live, what they say, like sometimes now when I'm meeting people, it's like, can you stop talking out of your ass? Because I know that, you know, like, I think none of what is coming out of your mouth is actually truly your truth, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there is this, this experience of, wow, I'm so full of all of this shit myself. And wow, you're so full of shit. And it just really feels extremely overwhelming and mm -hmm. hard. And like you mentioned, helplessness mm -hmm. is something that is, felt like I've never, never felt it before. And yet we know that it's the precursor to any kind of awareness, right? Mm -hmm. There is absolutely no awareness that can be possible if you're blind, mm -hmm. you know? 
if you're not seeing the truth for what it is and granted this truth isn't for everyone but you know if you're here and if you're in design and if you're in your experiment and you're not one of those hd tourists you know that's just like oh, interesting and now i'm out you know like if you're in it for three years four years five years you know it's it's not going away and you truly if you if you really are on on the pathway to to be a passenger to experience your life without trying to control it without trying to manage it without trying to make it some some you know something that your mind thinks is what it should be right then you're going to have to experience a lot of helplessness you're mm -hmm. going to have to experience these phases where you are the not self mind these phases where you begin to watch it these moments where you transition from one to another when there's a fight between the two you know when there's a quarrel between the two and that is what the deconditioning process is right so i also i i also find it incredibly difficult to take people in who who are like yeah i i tackle the not self and you're like two years into it or like three years into it and i'm not <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not disregarding anyone and what their process all of that I mean sure there have been times when I have been, when my mind has been super cocky about things and it's like now I can look back and I was like no you had no idea what the fuck was going on you know like shut up but <laughs> it is really important to point out that it is a process that mm -hmm. it's a difficult process that you're really going to move through very, very different mental states and physical states. You mentioned PHS, right? And how that kind of changed things for you. So, I mean, it's a full transformative process, mm. right? A process that is that you have entered into. I mean, no choice, but that mm. you have entered into to, to prove to yourself in a sense, or not even, I don't know if prove is the right word really, but to find out if you are in charge or not, if you are mm -hmm. helpless or not, you know, and that's a strange, difficult, unique <laughs> experiment to step into, you know, mm -hmm. giving away all of your power, not that we have any, it's very obvious to me in <laughs> just this much time and I know that I'm just getting started because I know that things have just started to get very hard for me so I know mm. that this is when like some serious transformation is is really happening for me and so yeah it's just I just wanted to share that that if there's anyone out there that's like having a really rough time it's part of it and that mm -hmm. The point of this whole experiment is to realize that you are helpless, that you have no control, you know. Yeah, and it's very, very unpleasant. It's it's, it's so unpleasant. It's 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 going against so much. And you know, of the world, the way the world is talking to us, it's basically telling us we have to be in control. We have to know where we are going. We have to we we have to yeah have some grasp on what's happening. And if you if you don't, that's the problem, and you should work on that. And it's it's awful because it's just pushing the not self all over the place. But it's just I feel so privileged that I have found other systems and other modalities that have forced me into feeling all the unpleasant things 
because when it's when it's coming to me, it's not a surprise, and I can I can sense it's making a difference in the way people are talking about it. You know, like people love to talk about how transformative uh, human design is, but if if you're talking about transformation in a way that has been only empowering and and peaceful and relaxing and it's like the, the tip of the iceberg, you know, and it's it's very pretty, you know, and there's glitters and there's, there's the tiny bows on it, and it's it's really really cute. But that's the that's the that's not the just interesting part. The interesting part, the juicy parts, are very very painful, and it's just the 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 what I have to feel since I started that journey. It's just, I, I don't think I knew I could feel that much pain. And I, I, don't, I don't believe I've ever re realized how much I was avoiding it. And I was, you know, like it just all the things I was doing to compensate for it or to control it or all, the, all those things. Like the, the way, like watching how much I have been in not self is awful. You know, it's pushing all the buttons. You know, I just I I can sense how much I want to prove that it wasn't right, and I want to rationalize it, and I want oh, I want to hide behind hey, no choice. <laughs> yeah, no choice. But still, you know, it's just it's and it's so scary, and it, there's so much anger there, and so much you know, like raginess sometimes, and so much this. Uh, I have a few places in my charts where they, there's some hate, you know, and I can sense that. And, and it's and it's been something that I've been avoiding my whole life because I wanted to see myself and that others would would see me as a kind person. That was very important for me at some point. And uh, and I can still sense that. I can still sense that pull that is just like, no, don't do that. That's mean. You know, oh, that's not nice, and and it's just all the things that you can feel and experience every day, and when people are talking to me about the experiment as something lovely, it's just uh, there's a part of me that, that, of course, there's a part of me that wants to fix it. You know, it's just that's my desire. That's for, that's not for me. <laughs> so so that, that's been interesting to watch too. But honestly, I'm 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 wary of that. You know, it's just like when I'm hearing things like this, or worse, when I'm hearing, yeah, no, that centers that that's not a strategy. No, that's okay. I've been I've been dealing with it my whole life. I know what I'm doing. I say, oh no, you're not. Oh, oh, you're, you're so you're so not because because there's all those layers. You know, there's always a new layer and a, and you. That's proving myself too. Okay, no, I don't like that. I, I, I say that a lot. You know, I have I, I, I have a couple of experiment buddies, I call them. You know, just and we all just talk about that, about all the pieces that are so, so unpleasant and so hard. And we just mocking our not self when we are able to, when it's not too painful, or we just share the when it's all swirly and it's just drowning into things and you and and you just stuck with it within your head. And it's just if you can't see that, you don't have access to your awareness. For me, at least, you know, it's just, and I never met someone like this that didn't felt full of shit. You know, I just, I, I'm, I, I, I call someone, I call sometimes being a projector eating people. You know, because it's just for me, it's like this. So, and and so many of them taste disgusting. 
and it's just and they're nice you know like they try to be pleasant and they and they and they try to praise me and they try to make me feel comfortable and it's just like, oh dude no don't stop talking just get away from me i just i don't i don't want to have that in my system for too long and and there's a lot of that you know that in the way we're talking about the experiment I've been so mad. One of the reasons I'm mad at leaders that I'm seeing when I'm in transference is that. Really, it's like, don't talk about it as if it's easy or as if it's to get to a point where you're not safe from be there. You know, like it's just, I, I heard someone said she was in her experience for almost 15 years, I think. And I heard her say something like, oh, the not safe, I don't even remember really what it was like. And I said, oh shit. And I hope it, I, it was a call, you know, and it's, I hoped I couldn't be seen the way I reacted because it's like, dude, no, no, you're not. No, no, that's so wrong. That's, you cannot say that to people. That's awful. If I had heard that, I would have felt like shit all the time. And I would have been in not self all the time trying to prove I was one of those person who wasn't in not self anymore. And that's so shitty to do to people. It's, it, yeah, it's kind of like robbing them of their life. And it's just, so I'm trying to not initiate all that <laughs> because it's my transference and it's not my place to do that. But it's been, yeah, it's, it's I, I caught that a lot around me, you know, in the way people talking about it. I can see the avoidance of unpleasantness that I've seen in everywhere. Like I've been talking about that like for 20, almost 20 years. You know, like just like all people are full of shit and they talk about change as if it's something easy and change, change is the most difficult thing that I've ever done in my life. And, and I didn't have a very fun life at all time for sure. So, so it's just like, no change, change is the worst. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't. I don't even have words to how unpleasant and awful it can get, and how how much time I can just spend curled up in my bed and wanting to die for a while. Because it's just like, no, why? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to experience that? Why cannot just? Sometimes, yeah, I'm envious of the people that are that don't see those things because it seems easier in those moments, you know. Like, so my mind, I call her Mindy, and Mindy wants to initiate very much, you know, like all the time to just get out of that awful state. And mm, so I, I really, I really enjoy that we are able to talk about that in that way because otherwise, it's just oh, there's no point to it, you know. It's just like look at me. <laughs> I changed so greatly. <laughs> yeah. I'm so shit. I'm so aware now. Just oh no, being aware is boring no, and painful. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the heretic in us that's like this is not practical. I'm so sorry, but you gotta really acknowledge the reality of what we're trying to do. Mm. If surrender really was easy. It was if it, it was something that would feel really good all the time, everyone would be surrendering. But how many of people course. <laughs> you know that are actually on that path? You mm -hmm. know, and that's the most that I can say for myself that I'm I have been called out to be myself and to surrender to life, whatever that means, right? I really, really see that it's really important to bring out the real picture 
and to really share with people that it is difficult because it can be so isolating it can be like it can be exactly what you said it's like you're just then you know another not self ego trip where you're trying to prove to others how spiritual you are or how awakened you are or how intelligent you are or whatever is you know whatever the themes are for you and it's like that's not what this is about this is not what this is about right this is about being a little like I like to call it like a dot on a dot on a dot 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 that's what we are we're just this tiny speck of a larger cosmos a larger ecosystem and you know we have our unique role to play in this lifetime and we have our unique experiences to have and you know our personality is probably going to learn something and you know get to like take it forward you know with with uh, other personality crystals if we die correctly blah 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 whatever it is and that's it you know you're just mm -hmm. dot on a dot on a dot 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 and the max that you can do is just play your role be yourself mm -hmm. have your experiences you know see what you're here to see mm -hmm. and that's it you know so there is mm -hmm. this kind of humility that I am learning from being in my process that I never had that I could have mm -hmm. never imagined like I always thought I was humble in a sense but mm -hmm. <laughs> I really wasn't and every single day I, I I find myself you know as I become my own authority and as I watch sort of my not self mind and how vast and deep and like traumatizing it can be and as I witness all of this in the world it's like yeah you just kind of you kind of lose this sense of I'm going to do something with my life and I'm going to make it this and that's going to mean that and that's going to mean that and you know you just get really humble because it's it's let's be honest it's a difficult time that we're in right especially with 2027 coming into the picture now like I mean cross of planning crumbling my parents just you know we got like some uh contaminated water come through and my parents are both sick <laughs> right now because they they had like poisoning stuff going on and you know this has happened like for the fifth time um clean drinking water I mean that's basic that's something that we took for granted that's something that we never questioned and yet I can see that it's like this you know in the background like really the larger organizations and this cross of planning world that we live in is is crumbling and right now so it is a difficult time one you're deconditioning and you're finally trying to like I mean, you're realizing that you're not in charge, that you're not in control, that you're not going to have the life that you imagined all your life that you were going through. And on top of that, every single comfort that you've had in your life and everything that you took for granted is just kind of slowly going away. And at the same time, you don't know where you stand. You don't know where you're going. You know, like true helplessness is the mm. experience right now and I know that this is the experience for a lot of people and it is so so important to talk about it honestly because mm. even if you know we're all still alone in our processes you know nobody goes on our journey with us 
right? It's great to have your, your you know, people on your fractal whom you can have these real and honest conversations with, right? Who you can really connect as yourself with, uh, but you're still on your journey yourself. But it can be so helpful to know that this is the reality of it. Surrendering is not a piece of cake. Surrendering mm -hmm. is not something that's going to feel lovely all the time. Are there have absolutely incredible moments? Yes. You know, mm -hmm. even when you're in the muck of things, even when you're in shit and you're yourself, there's a certain sweetness to that. You know, mm -hmm. there's a certain level of integrity to that. There's a certain level of like, there's something in yourself that's smiling. It's like, this is my life. You know, this is the life I was here for. It doesn't matter what the experience is. This is the life I was here for. And, you know, you have to be able to hold those together. And of course, there are there are phases in your journey when the sweetness is really loud and really big and you get to really rejoice in that. And then there are times when the not self is really loud. And, you know, as a projector, you just got to wait sometimes for things to move and things move slowly for a projector, especially mm -hmm. for me as a mental projector. Um, and everything for me is such a process. And so it's important to be able to be honest and real about all these different facets and that you're going to be able to, you're going to learn to hold all of these together. Like there are days when I'm miserable and the happiest I've ever been. And that is the truth. Mm -hmm. And I never, I never thought that I could hold this together. Like for me, it meant mm -hmm. like, you know, if, if, if it's a good day, that means that there's nothing that I'm grieving, that there's nothing that I'm struggling with. And that's just not life. No. It's this and that. And no. you hold that together. Yeah. And it's, it's so boring. You know, just to watch things and not initiate and not being stuck in the mental plane and trying to fantasize about how the life would be when you watch, when you watch the thing, it's just, it's both the most boring and the most interesting thing ever. You know, it's, it's very weird. You, know, like you get, it's like the reality, reality TV shows you were talking about. You know, it's just like, how is that? Is this boring thing so interesting? It's just like it doesn't make sense, and yet, and yet, it's 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 very weird. It's I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to that part where human human it, being human is so very weird, and it's just yeah, and it's and nothing nothing I thought about the world and about life and about myself just hold now. You know, it's just it's all that yeah mental thoughts you know just like <laughs> and all we can do is watch and it's ah it can be so uncomfortable it's it, there's so many ways it can be uncomfortable and it's so isolating to see it talked about in that in that way and, and sold in that way you know like all the people that are say yeah, you want to change your life. You want to be, you, know, you want to have the the life you deserved and the the life you really wanted. Just do human design. <laughs> you're in for a surprise, and it's not going to be a very good one if you're going into that like this. Oh, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's just, but I, I get it. You know, I get it. It's it's very uncomfortable to tell that to people. You know, like it's, 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 if all there's so many people uh, that are saying that rise nihilistic and depressing, and you know, like 
And I get it. You know, it's not very agreeable to 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 hear all those things, and it's not easy to be that person. You know, it's, just, it's not like it's not like it's fun to to watch the not self crumble or the not self being challenged and coming at you and attacking you because because you're you know poking the bear, and it's just. I get why so many people wouldn't want to say that out loud and to talk about it uh, and and feel the helplessness of it and feel how it's not yeah it's not polished and it's not very sellable either because a lot of people are selling themselves and the services. I I, I like that um, that sentence from Ra something like. Uh, if you want to be the person that is just pointing out the potential of people and make them feel good when they come to you, good for you. But the passenger, they want truth. And, you know, I, I keep having that in mind. You know, like whenever my mind is is trying to interfere and Mindy is trying to say, no, you can't say that. You can't say that. They didn't ask. And, you know, using my strategy as a way to shut up. You know, just like, no, they didn't ask. You shouldn't ask. You shouldn't tell. And and having this coming next to it, and that's that's yeah, that's a relief because it's okay, yeah. So it's just yeah, I'm gonna be the person that is not very comfortable to talk to, you know. And and sometimes uh, yeah, when I'm, a few weeks ago, someone I worked with a few times in you know, during sessions, she wanted my guidance, and she came to me and said, yeah, I wanted to try someone with my authority. She's emotional. Uh, so I tried with this person and she's a manifester and I, I know her and and the, the feedback was something like, hmm, it was really, really lovely and uh, I felt much, much more calm at the end of the session. And there was that kind of, uh, you know, that thing where this they're telling you something, but they're not really telling you. And she's innocent, so you can really sense it when she's when she's doing that. And she's doing that often. <laughs> she likes to poke me that way. It's really funny, and really unpleasant sometimes too. And and there was, you know, like my mind got very upset about that part, you know. And the, 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 uh, at some point, I was mad, and I was, uh, I was like, yeah, but what did you expect? I told you, I I didn't say that, but I told. I, I tell people that it's going to be uncomfortable to work with me because because that's that's part of the job you know that's part of you want you want to look at the not self you want to be aware you want to feel you want to to follow your strategy and authority you're gonna have to feel like shit about yourself and about all the ways that you're not yourself and if you don't want that and it, okay and if if it's if it's not what your body leads you to okay but then it's just that's it's it's not necessarily a good thing that you feel very calm and very lovely about yourself at the end of a session because it means that it wasn't transformative because transformation transformation and mutation not comfortable ever and yeah I don't, I don't know why I talked about that but it came out <laughs> and you specifically as a pure individual like I mean you're here to empower people to be themselves you know mm. so I mean it's it's difficult to come face to face with that right when someone wants to empower you but you want your not self to be empowered mm -hmm. you yeah know, that's difficult i mean i i have all kinds of sessions right where you know i can really sense like someone is like super ready to go 
deep into their not self and that's what happens and i know that sometimes someone just wants you know just some information to be shared with them that is actually going to be you know that's just going to bring clarity to them and mm. so i just feel like we all have our roles to play you know mm. i find that i'm i'm a very sneaky guy <laughs> so you know um i'm like really nice and lovely second uh, line on top hopeful friendly fourth line and but if you spend enough time with me i'm i'm very very sneaky about the way that i rotate you and get to you uh, and so it's really interesting it's really interesting to like witness all of these different like um kinds of people in human design too uh but i i fully agree like specifically you as a heretic and you know with this deep call and being a pure individual there's a certain style to you and you know you're you're here to guide certain kinds of people at certain points of time that mm. need exactly what you have to offer and same for me and it's been really interesting to like notice what kind of people come to me and you know i recently started noticing uh a lot of people that have 51 57 in their nodes or have 53 or 54 in their nodes just show up in my life you know mm. and show up for a reading show up for a session and i've been like ha huh, is this a practical <laughs> relationship <laughs> or what um i'm wondering if you've noticed any kind of like pattern in the people that kind of show up to work with you yeah it's uh, it it changes a lot no i can i can sense that there's a lot of diversity around me uh like yeah like i was saying the the lovely comfortable sessions don't really happen anymore and just uh, and and it's I, i i believe it's a good thing because i can sense it's um titillating my not self a lot you know i just there's something that feels wrong in those moments you know that feels draining and like i'm like i'm not i'm used i'm used but not in a way i feel like a resource you know like just uh when they come for mental candies you know like just, they come to feel good about themselves or to or to or to have information but it's it's i can give information but usually it's not innocuous information it's not that in the end it's not that innocent even if i don't know about it because i usually don't know what's going to be uncomfortable but yeah that's that's something that is not as present as it used to be and uh it's less and less there's a lot of uh the lot of people who have uh 4323 in the notes that's for sure too um there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are that don't have much individual definition to you know it's kind of like this sense i can bring them something they don't have you know and uh and it's it's yeah it's it can be unsettling but it's very interesting a lot of 57 i don't know why but much much a lot of 57 and uh it's it's connecting to my 10th gate so it's i i love i love having you guys around because it's very it's easier to be myself with you because there's an an added quality to to the interactions that i really enjoy 
uh, and uh, I'm not sure I've noticed much. What about your bridge? Yeah. What about your bridge 48? Oh yeah, a lot of 48. Yes, definitely. Yeah, a lot of people, either they have my 16 at, at their bridge or not, but definitely a lot of them. And it's 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 really lovely to have to you have it too, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's it's really nice to have you guys around because it's it's yeah, it's the feeling of completeness and you know and it's flowy and I get to access my authority much easier and, and that's that's really cool too. And a lot of oh oh I notice also the um, uh harmony and resonance in the profile, you know. So uh, a lot of two fours, a lot of uh, a lot of five ones, a lot of uh, you know, and it's yeah, it, that's that's really cool too, and and then quite a few one threes too, which are not the easiest to guide, but very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you you really have to wait for the invitations. <laughs> you really you you cannot you cannot say much and. It's it's very cool because it's it's pointing out every time I'm feeling the resistance, say, ah, so that's initiation too. Okay, just a new flavor, a new little layer. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ask you one last question before I let you go. Um so you have a completely open heart, right? You have a completely open ego. How does that how how does the conditioning coming into the ego feel different from say conditioning coming into your sacral or your solar plexus where you do have some hanging gates right where you do have some dormant potentials so do you notice a difference or yeah. is that yeah okay how oh it's not the same uh it's uh it's so much stronger and it feels so much more foreign too, you know, it's just, it's, it's very overwhelming. And because I don't have, uh, I only have the, four, yeah, I only have the 44 that is pointing to it. So it's not conditioned by the transits a lot, you know, it's, 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 it's really left alone a lot of the time. So when it's there, it can be very, very strong. And I don't, I, I don't like it at all. It's, it's very sticky it's uh i can i can look around me uh people with undefined egos who have a hanging gate and i can see that there's something in there that is theirs you know and uh, i have a dear friend she has a 26 for example and i can see i can sense it you know i can sense that the the, the thing where she wants to be the best some of it are hers and and for me it's none of it and it's also very overwhelming and pulling me and it's in a way in a way that don't make sense at all you know like the the, the thing where um Quinn, when he did my reading he put it that way he said uh that you don't have any grasp about the ego things you don't understand them not you can understand them intellectually but you cannot understand them viscerally and that's for me that's exactly the way i'm experiencing that you know like just i don't understand competition 
I find it boring as fuck. You know, it's just like the, it's, each time you you advance to a goal or something, the second late a second later you can you can be having to prove yourself again. It's just it doesn't make any sense. Control is not interesting because it's just like it's, it's nothing is controllable. So it's just it feels so pointless. And uh, being the first, I find them I find them very cute. But it's just it's just, it's just being the first at at what? But in those or even being the provider, but in in those moments it feels like suddenly the only thing I need to do and the most important thing in the world. And, and it can be very weird to, to sense myself like this. And for a long time, I was confusing it with theirs. You know, it, for me, it was their fault because they, was, they were making, making me feel like this, but it's not, it's me amplifying. So it's happening in me and I'm trying to get rid of that. And because it's very, there's a pressure and it's very physical and it's, it's really lovely. There's, there's there's not much pleasantness to it. It's it's a lot of yeah pushing and um, pressure and and like yeah the powerlessness is very very hard to stay with in those moments and the um, it's making. You know, this, the thing with my personal view is that I'm taking things personally. So, of course, it can be very, very, very disagreeable because it, it feels like uh, it feels like I'm judged a lot. You know, just, they, they come into my aura and, they say, and suddenly and suddenly I feel judged for what I'm doing. And and it's. Sticky is probably the best the best word for it, and it's been such a relief to learn about the 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 not self strategy of the open ego and to and to understand new layers of it, all you know all the time, constantly, because I get, I, I can sense myself and I, I watch myself and say what are you doing you're ridiculous it's just you just don't make any sense and you're going to be so ashamed of what you're doing or what you're saying in even a couple of minutes because you're going to realize that it's just not you and the second they leave my aura it's just like what have i done just ah and that's 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 one that is really really not pleasant but at the same time the more i get that it's not mine the the less hard it is you know I, I it's like i getting better at it it's it's not easy but it's it's also easier to to watch it and to say okay so that's also the ego that's also how it's working and it's i have the i have a few that are harder than the others like the 3740 uh it's my my partner's peace and earth and this one can can still catch me easily, and I'm I'm guessing because I'm conditioned with it every day in such a strong way, and he's and he's a manifester, so <laughs> it's it's a manifester with ego gates in in his sun and earth. So that's that you know that's one where you can still grab me sometimes easily. I, I can I can hear it like uh, uh, my mom's partner the other day. 
uh, got me. He also had a 30, 3740, but uh, in decent enough. So the the other the other side, and he was he got us into a conversation about what I was doing in in my partnership, you know, like what I was working at is a generator uh, and <laughs> manifesting generator <laughs> so with the defined ego it's he it, it really thinks he's in control and he can make things happen and it it was like 20 minutes of conversation of me saying no i don't do much of the housework i don't do much of the food i don't I don't I'm not made for that and he's okay with that and I'm okay with that and I'm trying to be okay with that because it's not easy all the time I feel lazy I feel I feel useless I feel like a parasite it's just it's not easy but we came to it and and we and and we're nourishing that and he I I I try to make sure he has he at least wants to do the things he is doing but yeah the my mom's partner was completely oblivious to things I was saying, like, do you realize how much energy I'm expending just being there for him? Like the fact that he can come to me and have guidance when he wants it. And he was, he was seeing it like something I'm feeling good about giving so it doesn't count, you know, and it's not work, so it doesn't count. And obviously it's emotional, so it definitely doesn't count. And and that's those moments are hard. You know, right? Those moments are hard because uh, I I had those three defined egos around me trying to discuss things about me proving myself. And that's oh, oh that was so awful to have that conversation. <laughs> But at the same time, it, it was also very interesting to just let go more and more, you know, and at the, at the end of the of the 20 minutes, uh, my mom chuckled because she she heard me just say, like, yeah, I understand how you can see that that way. And that's all I could say, you know, it's just like, OK, that's how we see it. And you don't want to see it and you don't want to recognize that what I'm giving into the relationship is just as important. And he he thinks it's very important, and he keeps telling me about it. You know, he recognized me a lot for that, and he he talked to me a lot about how transforming it is to have me around, and how mutative, and how how is how is easier to be himself, and how he's never he never even thought he could have a life that would be so peaceful. So he's okay with that, and that that's really cool because <laughs> I can I can hold on to to that to that and know that I'm not like that useless parasite that was pointing out from the judgments I was hearing about and they said, you don't cook, not much. You don't clean, not much either. There's some things I do because otherwise no one do them and I feel, they, I feel it's disgusting to me. So apparently I'm allowed to do that, but that's it. And yeah the, the being poked to prove myself in some specific aspects can be really hard yeah yeah the reason i ask that because i have a lot of openness right a lot of undefined centers but none of them are fully open and so i'm always curious to hear mm -hmm. reflections on how does that feel different and yeah from what i've heard it's it's similar to what you're saying like i at first you know it does feel like something that just 
comes in and it's not something you can really grab onto or make sense of in the way that you can make sense of probably the other things but at some point of time you do start to recognize it and then it and then you sort of become like a clear reflection of you know whatever the energy is in front of you you know you can reflect that back to them uh in a very clean clear no personal agenda you know no no stakes in the game kind of way um and it's interesting to witness that that process happen within yourself too, right? And of course, with so many defined egos, that can become really difficult in the moment experientially. But it is something, you know, that that evolves as you evolve and as your um, quality of awareness and presence evolves and as your ability to not attach to what you're experiencing evolves right to just witness it and of course that happens in in layers um and i love that i love what you said about you know people don't really realize this about projectors it's like when i am invited into someone's life um i may not be like actively guiding them the whole time but i look at everything i pay attention to everything you know, I I know what this what what irks this person, what they like, what they eat when they're ill. I know, like I just know the littlest of details about that human being. I'm giving them my attention, you know, mm -hmm. and that may not be worth a lot in this energy world, but it sure is going to start to be, right? Mm -hmm. it sure is is moving evolutionarily speaking in that direction, and so. Yeah, we're young, we're projectors, we don't really have a solid place in the world. Us projectors are not even projectors, right? We're just trying to be generators and trying to just fit into the world instead of um, just stepping back and seeing what our true role is. And I mean, I really witness within myself how much I give to a person when I'm invited in their life. Like, I am not bothered about myself in in that relationship or in that friendship or in that space because I'm so focused on them. I'm focused on every little detail. And you know, I'm I'm constant it's like specifically for me too, because I'm motivated by guilt, right? I just am really actively involved as well. And so yeah, I think nobody is really going to realize the value of what we offer, the value of um such deep um attention such deep focus um such selflessness in a sense i mean it's not truly selfless because if it's really correct then it's then it's for you as much as it is for the other person actually it's for you but yeah there is i mean nobody's really going to value us if we're not going to learn to value just what we bring to the table. And again, that's not something that we can realize on our own. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. it is something that we have to realize with the right other, right? Mm -hmm. The more that you're exposed to that and the more that you experience the sweetness that comes from that recognition and that invitation and that success, right? Then you're like, okay, I don't want to settle for anything less because mm -hmm. this is super valuable. Right? Yeah. This is mm -hmm. transformative. This is life-changing. And yeah. we're here to be ourselves and we we can empower someone to be themselves more. I mean, that's so valuable. That's precious. That's mm -hmm. not 
nothing you can measure in in money or you can measure no. in, you know the amount of hours or whatever else and this is not to discount money this is not to discount you know energy this is not to discount work we all have our places mm-hmm. we all have our roles but it is about time that projectors start to really value themselves and really mm-hmm. like wait yeah, yeah. it's it's tricky because as long as you don't wait you don't know how good it feels to wait you know and uh, and how good actual recognition feel not not, not just the recognition of your fake projector your fake generatorness or your fake manifestness you know it's that's yeah that's lovely for the mind but it's not the same it's it's not that it doesn't have that cellular thing you know that could get that could be you could feel it in all of your cells and it's and success is so it's it's not about the big things it's not about the big moments you know i'm i'm watching that more and more success is for me at least it's more uh those tiny moments where you're seen as you are and not only it's okay but it's valued you know like just the opposite of the conversation i was talking about where where he basically was telling me that that i was doing that attention thing like for uh, to feel good about myself, about how, how good of a psychologist I am, and, uh, and good at human design, and 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 sharing that those things, and we talked about it, and and I just said like, and I'm not those, I'm not working like this because it's giving me a sense of uh, greatness. It's just I'm working like this because it's the only work I could do, and it's the only thing I can bring to the table. And I understand that someone that is very tribal, like he is doesn't understand that necessarily but I have enough tribal people around me that I've been saying like you're the most supportive person I know and it's not by because you support me it because you don't do the things I do you don't you don't make gift to say the way I do you don't work for me to say I, the, the way I do for you but just having you in my life is enough for me because you, the, the, what you're bringing me is so important. And those are the big moments for me, that the big moments of success. And then th- there's those things that, I don't know, I, I'm annoyed by something and I don't do anything about it. And for weeks, I'm annoyed, I'm annoyed, I'm annoyed. And suddenly, because I've waited, uh, it, let, oh, it let the flow just take place. And the energy beings are doing the things that I'm annoyed by, and I don't even have to ask for them. I don't, I don't have to nag, I don't have to talk about it, I don't have to ask, I don't have to do anything. And there's these this very subtle moments of success saying, oh, yeah, 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 I'm not an energy being, and that's very all right, and just, I'm okay with it. And in those moments are so important for me, and so disappointed disappointing for a lot of people when you when you talk about it and you say well well that well what is that success that sense of success you know like a lot of people that are getting into the, the beginning of the, the experience are talking like this and I, they're usually can kind of disappointed when they when they talked about it with me because i'm going to say things like this you know i just like yeah i didn't i didn't have to do anything and i was just fed just he arrived he opened the door and said are you are you hungry i am just and even the fact that he didn't have to ask for it is just feel like oh 
that's nice. That's lovely. You know, all those things. And that's, that's really, really cool. And all those, yeah, those moments where I don't, I'm not asked to lead things. I'm not asked to make them happen. For me, with my innocence, it's so important. You know, I just, I, and it's even, I, I can get praised for not being involved. You know, it's just like, yes, ah, oh, you're really teaching me about how I don't have to control anything and everything in my life just by watching you. And I didn't have to say anything. I didn't have to use my my words, my my behavior. I didn't have to make myself an example. All those kind of shitty things we can do to to feel good about ourselves. And they just see it, but they can only see it when we wait. And that, that's that's so cruel. <laughs> if the program had a programmer, he would be very <laughs> cruel. <laughs> but it's. It's also so cool because that means that you don't have to do anything. That's that that's amazing. You know, like, you don't have to work at being deconditioned. You don't you don't know, just watch. You just watch and you see what happens and what doesn't happen. Even for things like the PHS and things like this, you, you can try, but there's not much that's going to happen if your body does it doesn't cooperate, it doesn't. And if it does, it's probably they're going to be a bit against your will, you know, like just I was kidnapped into, into PHS and it was very, very weird that my body decided and I said, okay, so now, now food is going to be boring for my mind and, and for, for why it was awful, but all I could do was watch and, and it's, and it's also awful to have all those cycles where I'm not following it. And so I feel awful because I'm not following it and I don't have a choice and I feel helpless in that. And all I can do is watch. And the more I watch, the more I'm okay with that. And the more I get those subtle moments of success where it's actually nice to be me. And it's, and it's not like, oh, I can't do anything. It's just, I have to wait about everyone. I'm so dependent. <laughs> all, the, all the things that are really not fun about the, about the experiment. And yeah, it's... Uh, I, I I so wish we had places where we could hear about those things more easily, you know, just not all the not self surrounding it and drowning all the info into things and all those people that are very well intentioned, but basically they want people to feel good because of what they're saying. So you, they use the human design to make them feel good and to, and instead of just letting people struggle just I, I get i get why i'm seeing that more easily than others but then you, you have to let them struggle you have to let them hurt and being uncomfortable and not make it okay and just and just giving them false hope and things like this and it's just uh... but then it's the leaders and the followers that mine just <laughs> i can just hear your design come through in such a beautiful way you know a struggler talking about individual struggle. <laughs> there's, there's nothing better than that, you know. Um, I honestly had such a fun time. Uh, Me too. I, like I already knew in like my receptivity that this is going to be an amazing conversation and I've been meaning to connect for a while. But yeah, I enjoyed every second of that. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for inviting me. That was so, so fun. I love that conversation. I love that spending time with you. And the same, you know, I, I knew it was going to be lovely, but it's just, ah, it's so, it feels so good to have that kind of interactions for a while. No, it's just, yeah, not all the world thing. 
<laughs> just two mystics uh, being mystical together. 